0: Everyone is going to get older. It's inevitable. Uh, Hopefully, you're going to get older. According to Health Canada, the national rates of uh, sexually transmitted diseases for people over 60 are still relatively low. But since the early 2000s, the number of cases of syphilis, chlamydia, gonorrhea, they have increased significantly um, among seniors. And, you know, it's not something that you want to talk about. But the reality is you might have to have a conversation with mom or dad. I know. It's odd. We're joined now by Joan Price. She is an advocate for ageless sexuality, the author of The Ultimate Guide, and uh, I'm sure there's more to that, to sex after 50. There we go. Joan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. Well, thanks for being here. Um, So your book is called The Ultimate Guide to Sex After 50, How to Maintain or Regain, exclamation point, a spicy, satisfying (laughs) sex life. Are we having more sex now after 50 than we ever have, and why?
1: Well, we're talking about it more. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know that people ever stopped having sex after 50, but now, since it's the boomer generation, you know, we talk out loud about everything. So it's just more out in the open. Plus the STIs that were not a problem uh, decades past or a generation or two past, or they were much less of a problem. Uh, And not only that, but we're also dating at our age. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily in monogamous relationships anymore. Uh, And so, yeah, there's a lot of sex going on. Can we attribute some of it to Viagra? I uh, I don't know that we we can attribute it to Viagra because there are plenty of ways to have sex that do not involve penetration, do not involve erections. But sure, I think we're more vocal about it because of Viagra. People are more apt to think that, oh, this old guy is having sex. But, you know, we always did. It wasn't all about the erections. It was all about the pleasure and the intimacy. Um so yeah we're having lots of sex and we're having lots of STIs.
0: Yeah and I the drug resistant STIs are a big problem.
1: Yeah. Well the lack of safer sex education in my generation I'm about to turn 74, so I don't speak for everyone, but I speak for many mm. that w- sex education was pretty poor when we were growing up and it's non-existent now, except for people who make the effort to educate themselves or for people who are on the safer sex for senior soapbox as I am.
0: Doctor, you say that, uh, you know, that the, the reason... Not a doctor. Oh. Joan, you okay, yeah, doctor, you yeah. say that the uh, reason why the community has an S, a high STI rate is simple it 's about the fact that you 're not using condoms
1: that's it it's simple it's simple. The reasons we 're not using condoms now that gets more complex.
0: okay, we, what, what are you learning? That, why aren 't we using them?
1: Well, here are a few reasons. One is that we um, we, don't, we, we didn't grow up in an age of STIs. We don't think they apply to us. We can't get pregnant anymore, so we think that we don't need to use uh, the condoms because that was for not getting pregnant. Another reason is that even when we are uh, trying to use condoms with a partner, a partner may say, but I'll lose my erection if I try to use a condom. And so then the partner says, oh, okay, I guess we won't do it. And another problem is that people who have STIs are not aware they do, and so they're passing them along uh, quite innocently, not knowing that there's anything that they're passing. And (laughs) I said there are lots of reasons, and they are complex. And Women often think, well, we shouldn't be the ones to be prepared because then we're giving we're giving off the air being slutty people if we mm. have condoms. So we wait for the guy to have them and then sometimes we never have the conversation and it just doesn't
0: happen. So the big problems, so that, would they be lack of education and, you know, an outdated mindset sort of?
1: Oh, absolutely. That's what it is. You've said it very concisely.
0: All right, so what do you do about it? I mean, shouldn't the doctor be recognizing, okay, you have chlamydia or you have gonorrhea? Why is the doctor not catching this? Because a lot of elderly people, you know, they tend to go to the doctor with a lot of, you know, you listen to your parents talk now, you're like, whoa, it it always seems to be that the conversation steers back to one health problem or another. You would imagine the doctor would catch something like that.
1: You would imagine that, but most of the medical profession, and I I hope it's starting to change does not see us as sexual beings at our age. They look at us, they look, I mean, so they look at us and say, oh, that's like my grandparents. They're not having sex. I don't need to ask about that. Mm. They're rushed with appointments. They're rushed with dealing with things they know to be the medical problem that they need. Often take the time to say, so what is your sex life looking like now?
0: Wow! So we have to get over this shame. So even doctors are sort of ashamed to ask.
1: They are. It doesn't occur to them often, and if they if it does occur to them, they think, "Well, if there's an issue, the patient will bring it up." I don't want to be invasive. Mm-hmm. The patients are waiting for the doctors to bring it up. The doctors are waiting for the patients to bring it up. Let's just talk out loud about it already.
0: You know, you brought up the whole talking out loud. Um situation and you know it seems like a lot of uh, people I'm not at that point yet but a lot of people as their parents start aging uh, start to you know there's a bit of a role reversal you become the caregiver to your parent and you're saying that we actually might have to have the talk with our own parents which to me sounds incredibly awkward because so many parents have a hard time talking about sexual activity to their own offspring How do we wrap our heads around talking about sexually transmitted disease and how active our parents are, especially if, you know, you're not talking about mom with your dad now. You're talking about mom dating an older gentleman because, you know, dad's no longer there for one reason or another. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe uh, she's a a widow. But how do you have that conversation with your parents?
1: Actually, you said the perfect words. I know it's really awkward to talk about sex with my parents, but mom we need to do this you said it perfectly I just finessed it just slightly so if we start out with it's incredibly awkward to have this conversation with you mom but I feel like I need to have you had any safer sex education are you using condoms and the mom is not going to like this conversation either Mom is going to go la 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 fingers in the ears. Why are you talking to me about this? And the answer is because no one else is mom. And because I care about you. And because I've done some reading and I have been listening to the radio and I know that STIs are rampant in the older generation. So I want to make sure you're protected.
0: Should, um uh, you know, those uh long-term care homes and, uh, you know, homes that, you know, just the, I don't want to say, uh, let's say retirement homes, because they're not really old age homes. It's not the same, you know, we're, we're living longer, we're more vital than we ever have been. Yeah. Should they be having talks with their um, residents? Oh, heck yes. Because I hear be from people talks. that there's a lot of sex going on in those places.
1: That's right. That's right. They should be having talks. They should. Rights policy in place, so that it is very easy to get this. They should be doing uh, safer sex education. They should have condoms available, maybe right at the registration or at the uh, <laughs> or at the entrance to the restaurant. Just have have a bowl of condoms. <laughs> Help yourself. Uh, right. <laughs> it may sound funny, but if this is normalized, mm-hmm. then we'll be out of the dark.